0: Greetings! It's me, Lady LC, and you're listening to Honey Love with the Tea, the podcast on self-love, care, and healing. We focus in on self-love from different aspects. I'm going to help you understand why it's important to love yourself and not just say, I love myself, not just get dressed, not just makeup not just the exterior, but the most important part of your self-love healing journey is the inside. How do you feel on the inside? How do you work through those emotions on the inside? How do you bring up all of those past disturbances that you've buried down and don't wanna talk about, those things that you don't want anybody to know, those shadows? How do we work through that so that we're light again, so that we can begin the healing process, so that we can recultivate the love that we've lost or do not recognize that's within ourselves? Self-love and care is an everyday thing. Yes, you care for yourself by feeding yourself, nourishing your body with those good things that you eat, by drinking water, by hanging around positive people by doing things that you love and that make you happy and bring you joy by spending time with your family yes that's self-care that's self-love but what do you do on those alone moments what do you do when you're sad and you don't want to share what you're sad about self-love is digging into those shadows bringing up that old shit, so that you can come out new and bright so you can have resolution and illumination and so that you can elevate into your next steps your next steps physically emotionally or spiritually self love is a journey it's a lifestyle it's something that you deserve so let's get into it honey love with the tea the podcast on self love and healing you're here with me lady l c gratitude allow yourself space to be able to reconcile whatever needs to be reconciled within yourself. When you hear me say the word reconcile you probably don't normally hear that word being used towards a person towards people unless it's People separating or going through things like divorce or some type of settlement. So, take those meanings and think about reconciliation in terms of healing when we talk about the self. So, I've come to the point where I'm ready to reconcile all of those hurts, blockages, lack of love, things that have been brewing inside of my body for years. I'm ready to reconcile the emotions. I'm ready to reconcile the guilt, the resentment, like I said, the emotions. How many people really think about all of the different type of emotions when they're being called emotional? Like, I feel like people immediate immediately think of sadness and crying They don't even think of happiness and joy as an emotion, and it is. But when we talk about people being emotional, people, even grown people, want to automatically resort to crying. So if you're being accused of being too emotional and your response is, what are you talking about? I'm not crying. I'm okay. Just know that they see something else. They're aware of something else. Emotional is not a bad thing. We need emotions. Otherwise, we'll be robotic, computerized. We wouldn't be human. Even animals, four-legged creatures, (laughs) they have emotion. So you wouldn't be a mammal without emotion. So what is being too emotional or overly emotional? Or let's just say, what is it to be all in your feelings? Now, it can look a few different ways. I'll I'll describe it as a feeling. So for me, I run through many emotions when I'm being overly emotional. I run through sadness, I run through pain, which brings tears I run through feelings of guilt, which brings panic. I run through, you know, fear, which also brings doubt and stress. Emotional hurt, which can come out as anger, come out as tears. Now, what it feels like, panic feels like, Too much adrenaline. Panic is really the fight or flight feeling. The feeling of you don't know which way to go. You don't know which action to take. It's jitters, it's shaking, it's sweating, it's a racing heartbeat. all at the same time of being stuck in one place. My emotions have ran overboard. Fear feels like something similar to panic. It's the inability of being able to make a sound decision because we're worked up and we're in survival mode. So the decision that we choose to make may or may not help in the situation. It's a gamble. Now, anger This feels just raging, heat, frustration, you just see red. Now you can be angry, there's levels, but to black out or see red or not know what's happening or what you're about to do you're out of control. Sorrow or sadness, which may be seen with tears. This feels like my whole throat chakra, meaning my whole neck, my whole voice my tongue, my mouth, everything in the throat area. It's like that feeling when you're crying so hard and you can't catch your breath. That feeling where you feel like an apple is stuck in the back of your throat and you can't talk. You feel like you want to gag every time a tear wants to come out. It's panic, it, it, it's ultimately panic. Sadness or sorrow can be valid. All of your emotions that you feel can be valid. But it's the overreaction in certain instances and experiences that causes one to be overly emotional. Because if you are a person with patterns who is always reacting some sort of way to a certain situation, sometimes the reaction is misdirected, meaning, When we're in an emotional state, everything fucking runs together. And the emotion you might be having in any given situation, it might not match. It might not match. You see, we have to first realize that there's more than the emotion of sadness or sorrow with tears. You have all those other things I named and hundreds of more. Emotions are high vibrating or they're low vibrating. Everything that I mentioned are low vibrating emotions, meaning they serve us no purpose for the long haul. Meaning, when we're in those low vibrating emotions for a purpose, maybe somebody we love is hurt, maybe we some someone we love has passed on, maybe you know, something horrible has happened in our family or close friends or to us. That stuff is valid. But the amount of time that we sit. And that low-vibrating emotion matters. Now, the high-vibrating emotion, like joy, like happiness, like gratitude, is like, you can never get too much of that. But of course, the high vibrating emotion for some of us is the hardest place to stay. It's the hardest place to get to. It's the hardest place to act from because a lot of what we do from day to day, a lot of what we've experienced, not only personally in our family lives, childhood and our adult relationships, but as a society appears to be and is negative. So when you have all of those downloads through society, media, you know, uh, like the news and, and social media, like, you know, the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, um, YouTube even, depending on what you're looking up. When we have all of these downloads, a lot of those things create stagnant, low vibrating emotions, like fear, And when you watch and deal in these things from day to day and you don't know how to release these things and not own everything, that shit becomes programmed in you, embedded in your subconscious. So no wonder why it's hard to be, to act from, to get to to stay in those high vibrating emotions. But it's not impossible. And quite frankly, it's your birthright to have joy, to be happy, to be grateful now for the things and people that you have and to be grateful now for the things and people that you will have. It's your right. So when we say, you know, it's hard to be happy or it's hard to you know, not be sad, or it's hard to not be stressed out, try a week of no social media. Try a week of not watching everything on TV. Try a week of no news. You know, I took journalism in college, before I (laughs) switched, I went from psychology to journalism to communication. And I remember in one of the journalism classes, the professor telling us, if it bleeds, it leads. So basically, the worst shit is what they're going to report on and they're going to report on it in the worst way that they can, because guess what? It invokes fear. And the more you watch that fear, the more you're inclined to just go along to get along or the more you're inclined to be and stay longer in low vibrating emotions like fear, like sadness, like you know, you don't even have empathy for what you see somebody going through from what the news is reporting. You, you now have sympathy. Like you, you, you think you in their shoes now. It's not just you understanding what they're going through and feeling bad for their situation but you feel like it's you now so anyway it's possible but you have to allow yourself the space to reconcile so you have to dig and we're gonna talk about shadow work Shadow work, this is like my spiel. (laughs) Anytime anybody asks me about shadow work, I say, it's that deep dive into the pit of your gut. For all of those things that you've pressed down, you've suppressed, you didn't wanna face, It's about bringing the darkness up so that you can have light, the truth. If you listen to past episodes, you will hear me refer to light being truth. Think of the sun. The sun don't give a fuck what's going on. The sun is going to be its truth. It's going to shine. You getting burned, you getting black, you turning red. It doesn't give a fuck. It's going to shine. It has no regard for holding back. It's all in your face. When I think about light, I think about enlightenment. Enlightenment brings a lot of truths. When I think about light, I think about our higher sources of light, the divine. There's always truth in divinity. When I think about light, I think about my rising sign. I think about Leo. The zodiac sign—that's the energy. They won't be suppressed. Leos will not be hushed. Leos, quite frankly, can be obnoxious, and I'm a Leo rising, but it's just that they don't give a fuck. It's like it's some—it's it's, some, it's something about the energy that says. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. And also, when I think of light, and this is as of late, I think of the harshness, but loving ways of a Virgo. Because it's just, Straight shot, no chaser. Or even the burn of a tongue of a Sagittarius. Because they'll tell you shit now and might think about it later, but it's too late because you've already been too hurt. Anyways, truth. (laughs) Light. You know, so you have to be able to dig down, bring up that old shit so that you can have resolution, illumination, so you could come to the truth. So that's how we begin the reconciliation of self. This is how you're allowing space. You're digging. You're 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 not stopping when you hit a rush a rough patch, you know? You're not going backwards because you can't see fully what's in front of you. You see what I'm saying? You just going because you know you have to go. You know that you can't sit in one place, that one place of Unhealed eyes, unhealed ears, unhear voices, unhealed voices. You don't want to be in that place where your perspective is all from hurt places, where you keep attracting the same man, the same woman, and you want to blame that person, but you're taking yourself out of the equation. You don't want to sit there no more. You don't want to sit in the place of no accountability. So you know you have to go, regardless if you can't see in front of you. You're being pulled to go deeper and deeper until you cleared all the shit out. Now, when you're doing this process of shadow work, it's going to seem like a lot. And actually, let me just take seam out of it. No, it is going to be a lot, especially depending on your experiences and what you decided to continue to hold on to and build and build and pack on top of. And it's going to be a process of, it's going to be a process of, feeling like it's too much to handle. You're going to feel like instead of five issues you need to resolve, it's a hundred of them. It it feels crazy. Everything's all over the place. You don't know where to start. You know what I'm saying? You think you're healed from this and then something triggers you. No, but really when you sit down and really get serious about it, no no matter which way you go, it's going to be a lot. But I'm telling you, those five things that you thought that's really turning out to be a hundred things to heal, it's really about one to three things that are the root of the motherfucking problem. Like for instance, and hear me when I say my life long battle will be my emotions and this is managing them i don't use control because control is not allowing me to feel control is suppressing control is stress and fear no it's managing and sorting out my emotions It's evaluating my emotions before I react. It's literally reflecting on my motherfucking day every day. To make sure I don't have to go back and apologize to nobody for acting out of my shadows. So when I say those five issues that you thought are now turning out to be 100% issues and everything's all over the place, but it really only boils down to maybe one to three things that are the root, the core, the beginning of the problem. I think that I had, or I thought that I had all separate issues, resentment, guilt, denial, anger, Stubbornness, fear, and sorrow. That's a lot of shit. Because when you start digging into fear, you're pulling back layers. When you start digging into guilt, you're definitely pulling back layers. When you start digging into resentment, you're hella. You're you you pulling back layers. But really, what are all of those things that I just named? Sorrow, resentment, guilt, fears, sadness. What are those things? What did we just talk about? They're emotions. So I really got one motherfucking root-based cause of my struggle. But it just seemed like a lot it seems like more than the a lot than it that it's already gonna be. Like it's gonna be a lot anyways, but it seems like a taller task. So therefore it seems impossible. Just get to the root. Stop separating all your shit and making it harder on yourself. Now, sometimes that shit do need to be separated because it could just very well be different shit. But mine... The base. Why do I feel guilty? Am I feeling guilty because of an expectation someone had of me and didn't share that expectation with me until I decided to make a choice to go down my own path? So now I'm feeling guilty For something they never shared with me. So I'm feeling accountable for my feelings and emotions and theirs. Why am I feeling guilty? Right? Why am I feeling resentment? Did somebody do something to me intentionally? Or did somebody do something to me because they don't know no better? Why Why am I being resentful? How come I'm sad? Am I sad because someone physically hurt me? Am I sad because I had expectations that fell through of someone else? Why the fuck am I so angry? People can't even give me a compliment Without me responding in a grateful way. Why am I so goddamn angry? Is this energy that ain't even mine? That's attached onto me and I don't know how to release it? How does a baby come out angry? How does a newborn... That seconds old come out mugging and mean and, you know, fidgety. And you could just see anger in the little baby, in the soul that just breathes the air. Like, how does that happen? That's that energy that you came here with. That's that energy that was imposed on you within the womb because we feel everything the mom feels. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to ask yourself, are these emotions that you're having that you have repeatedly over overly are they is it really your energy? Have you adopted the energy so much that it's become a part of you? Now, how the fuck do we get it off if it ain't? And if it is, how do you work through it and address the issue? Shadow work. That is shadow work. You need to be able to recognize once you get down deep enough, what energy was yours to begin with and what shit was imposed upon you. That's a tall task right there is levels to this shit. But the first step is truth and commitment. You have to you have to be able to commit and not run when it starts getting tougher and tougher, when you start getting tired, when you start backsliding, you can't stop. You have to be committed. When you run into those truths that you do not want to bear or share, you have to keep going. Allow yourself space. Allow yourself space to reconcile, to settle, to remove, to agree to. Allow yourself space. I mean, allowing yourself space could be allowing yourself to feel through the process. That's a part of healing. You're going to feel a lot. And not denying yourself the feeling. This is allowing yourself space. Allowing yourself space is the ability to refrain from having to explain yourself and your steps to everybody who's wondering why, how. It's not their walk. Allowing yourself space is forgiveness throughout the process. Because some days you're not going to feel too hot. The next day you might be happy, sociable, you know, joyous. It's okay to be in that space. Even if you just came from a dark space, it's okay to feel the high vibes. You don't have to fault yourself for that. Forgive yourself. Allowing yourself spaces, not being too hard and judgmental on yourself, not always criticizing your character and things that you did or doing or should have did or would have did, not allowing what people paint on the outside as as a good person, mess you up with how you know you are from from the heart. That's allowing yourself space. Allowing yourself space to reconcile is allowing healing in, period. Why are you blocking it? The healing is going to bring clarity, It's going to clear things. It's going to help you move different, look different, smell different, eat different, want different, be around different, grow. Literally, you'll understand that you've been stagnant in some way, whether it's physically, whether it's mentally, whether it's with your emotions that you, you know, couldn't move and couldn't solve. You know what I'm saying? You were stagnant in some way. Because when you get to the healing and you allow the healing in. It clears a lot of things. The blockages that we have on the inside of us, meaning those low, those low vibrating emotions that create stagnancy in our lives also create physical stagnancy and blockages on the outside of our life because we can't see past certain things. So therefore we can't do certain things. Therefore we don't believe in certain things. So our life don't change. But when you start believing in yourself and believing in certain things, your life can change. I asked myself in the shower the other day, I'm like, why? And it just came to me like, Why are you afraid to let healing in? Like, you ain't afraid to let all the other bullshit in and fester. Why is healing such a thing that you're afraid to let that energy sit there with you? Because healing, sometimes it feels ugly, but sometimes it's beautiful as fuck. So why are you afraid to stay there? Why are you afraid to let it in? Then I started writing, and manifesting, scripting. I'm like, yeah, I'm healed. This is me allowing it in. I'm starting the manifestation because during the healing process, there are moments of backsliding where you don't think you're healed at all, but you're still healing. That's the process. So I started scripting and manifesting. and I start to feel better. Like, yeah, I see it. I see it. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. But in my case, the tunnel's not going to end, okay? Because like I told you guys before, emotions is going to be a lifelong battle. But all I'm going to do is get better with it and be more tactful. You know what I'm saying? Gentle, accepting. Realistic. I don't know if I could put realistic and emotions in the same sentence, but be more aligned with my emotions. Somebody um, told me I was expensive today, and I felt some type of way about that in a good way. I haven't even, I you know, at first I was offering services because I would be all over the place, right? Like, yeah, I can do this. Like, I could stop giving away my, my jewels for free. But then I'm like, I pulled that back and stopped promoting that and stopped, you know, Promote my business card because I'm like I am authentic in this shit And as long as I continue to go back and forth with my healing In the short time frames that I do I will not be at the best benefit of nobody else Because I'm about healing myself first, right? There's a lot that I've surpassed and healed from or else I wouldn't be here on this podcast explaining or talking about nothing because I'm the type that's hard on myself. I'm like, I got to get it first before I try to give it right. So that's why I pull my business cards back and stop promoting it and, and just continue to give out the messages that the divine gives me that I feel inclined to do, that my intuition tells me to do, and just continue to do it like that with no you know, no expectation of getting anything back from it, except for, you know, people giving me confirmation that it helps them. So I was told I was expensive and I'm like, shit, look at that. Look at that progress. She said, one day I'm going to be able to afford you. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. She's telling, she's thanking me. I'm thanking her. I'm thanking her for always being the confirmation, for being truthful, for being open to my word and my experience. Allow yourself space. Allow yourself space through the whole process. And you'll start to realize that even though you feel like you've taken two steps backwards, you're still one step ahead. Gratitude. So there you go, we've shared an experience, an experience of love, of self-love. We've shared an experience of heightening our spiritual essence. We've recalibrated our mental and emotional state and now we're ready to put it into play. Go ahead, gently practice what you've learned. Gently monitor yourself and make those changes in the moment remember you are in control of the love that you have for yourself you're in control of how you react when things occur you're in control of how you are at any given moment so that's it you got the tea honey love with the tea here with lady lc remember self-love and healing is a journey it's a lifestyle gratitude